0: U.S. 131 Motorsports Park. What you like most about drag racing. We are live right now with
1: Modified to the Lanes. Welcome to U.S. 131 Motorsports Park Drag Racing Podcast. Strap in and hang on for all the latest news, results, and happenings from the fastest quarter-mile track in the world. Gary and Justin will offer different perspectives for what's going on at the track and highlighting different drivers
0: and events along the way. This week we'll be covering. Well, we've, we've got some some racing to talk about that's happened over the last couple of weeks. We mm-hmm. we took a break last week, right? We had that's only right. kind of the Fourth of July week, and and all of us had some busy scheduling conflicts going on, and and. Uh, we, we took a break, so it yeah. forgive us for that, but we've uh, we, we got some race results to talk about. And race results, we got the SFG to talk about, yeah, about a little bit, and some, uh, some
1: other happenings around town, and then, uh, of course, we've got a great interview coming up, hopefully, with John O'Neill.
0: Yeah, Johnny O, uh, he's the director, the division director for our division, for IHRA, mm-hmm. and you're not going to want to miss... What he's got to say about this coming up weekend, the ITRE Summit Sportsman Spectacular. Yeah, he and the crew will be here, so that's going to be a, a good topic. Can't wait for that one. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm ready for it. So thank you for taking the time to download and listen to our show. If you enjoy it, please rate us accordingly and tell your friends and family. If you have any ideas or suggestions, please let us know. Well, Gary, how you been, man? It's been Very a couple good. weeks since... Uh, We've we've got to sit down and do this.
1: Yeah, pretty good. It's uh, it has been. We haven't done any uh, Lane Automotive Bracket Series here lately, but uh, uh, that will be points will be part of what's going on this weekend. Yes, it so will. We're looking forward to it. And in fact, I think for the ni- next next nine weekends in a row, I'm booked to be up here for one reason or another. No, that's great.
0: That's a great. Of, a lot of stuff going on. Kind of kind of kicking it in high gear, yeah. and we're going to finish out the season strong. We're going to hit our mid season stride here pretty quick. No, definitely. There's there's no seventh inning stretch going on here. Yeah. So. We uh we normally would do a fantasy points update. Um, however, Gary had some issues with his printer. We'll, we'll call it that. And yeah, I mean it it may have said that Cameron's on top this week, but no, it did. It you definitely. Know, I mean, we don't know that for sure. But yeah,
1: this is based on those that uh, weekend we had in June the twenty second, twenty third, where yep. we had a rain shortened Sunday, uh, and a complete race on Saturday. And sure enough, Cameron's team did better than the rest of us, and they took the lead.
0: Yeah. Well, that that's sure to change after this weekend, and you can give us a full update <laughs> well, after that when one of us are in the lead, and <laughs> we'll, we'll see.
1: Uh, he might just lead the rest away. We don't know. It's it's up in the air. But yeah, my team, well, needs some work.
0: Oh yeah, that's that's all right. We, we'll get we'll pull it together. It's still mm-hmm. early in the season. Yeah. yeah. So, the SFG 500 was in town a couple weeks ago, and what an event that was! Yeah, it, it, this is amazing. You know, 718 and 18 cars, I believe, yeah. were staged, or entries, I should say, staged first round Friday for a 50K. That is absolutely unbelievable as far as car counts go at a, at a bracket race.
1: Yeah, that was, as far as a high dollar bracket race, too, to happen right here in Martin, Michigan. You know, the half a million dollar bracket race is uh, is setting records, kind of setting the drag racing world on its ear. You could win the Big butt shootout and you don't get 500000 You yeah, could win the right. the world championship
0: in top fuel and you don't it, get $500,000. It's like 400000 to win that, I think. Is that, that is right? close, but it, a $500,000 bracket race. And actually, Kyle Riley sweetened the pot a little bit and made it $525,000 mm-hmm. to win. Yep. So it is it is the highest paying bracket race anywhere ever. Yeah, um, up until next year,
1: Brett uh, uh, Brett Kepner, my favorite drag racing historian, he, he called it. I quote, one of sports' greatest moments. Oh, for, for sure, drag racing
0: for sure. And and I mean, there was there was there were some stats that uh, Mark and Joanne Walter put out. They the they're the ones who who own and operate the Motor Mania TV. Mm-hmm. They were on the grounds doing the live stream, and it it reached. I, I want I I couldn't even begin to tell you how many people watched. the the entire thing and and bits and pieces of it. And, I mean, it was a very, very far-reaching live stream. Thousands of people Everybody that wasn't here racing Mm -hmm. watched it at some point or another. Oh, yeah.
1: I know I did. I did. I, I can imagine how many passes went down the track.
0: It... Did Jay's, I hear
1: 7,000? I heard
0: it was almost eight thousand pairs of cars. Pairs, yeah, eight thousand runs run, down run, the run. track.
1: My goodness!
0: I mean, it, we could we could probably figure out how many tires that is, and and, <laughs> and all that other stuff goes. But you know, one of the one of the things that that was truly remarkable remarkable about all that is there was literally less than two hours of downtime mm-hmm. the entire weekend from Wednesday through Sunday.
1: Yeah. I don't remember I, any just,
0: oil downs or wrecks there, there if happened. There was it. one minor accident, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't even tell you the guy's name that, that wrecked his car, but it, he was fine, You know, bumps mm-hmm. and bruises obviously, but didn't make a mess, just broomed off the bits and shards of fiberglass and, mm-hmm. and was able to get back going again. But That's
1: a, Boy, hats off to, to Jay Gilman and the crew for putting that oh, all together and staying there hour after hour.
0: There, there was two shifts of track crew working to keep everything going <laughs> uh, i sure <laughs> so, hope he's
1: had time to get on that pontoon boat and relax
0: a no little bit for sure for sure that is quite a race so when all the dust settled oh. young man out of florida 19 yep. year old gage birch yeah he's uh if you followed any kind of junior drag racing in the last few years you've you've heard of gage birch oh. he's uh he's he's won like five Wallies in one weekend before i mean his uh-huh. his his statistics and and, and everything that, that he's accomplished are just the list is very very extensive a 19 year old has been racing 10 plus years yeah, 10 years or so and i mean wow he is he is really really talented behind the wheel and mm-hmm. and the uh, it, what's what's really neat about all of this to me so gage birch beat johnny Ezel johnny bracket racer from yeah. Texas in the final of the yeah. five twenty-five, in
1: a door car doesn't that make your heart feel good? Oh it's, yeah, it's just, yeah, it just and, feels good.
0: And it wasn't even like a high-dollar door car. I mean, we're talking oh. a seven thousand dollars backhaft Ford Ranger. Yeah, Matt's. With a small-block Chevy in it, Matt Dadis on the truck <laughs> I beat learn. a hardtail dragster in mm-hmm. the final. I mean, you could you could easily wrap eighty to a hundred thousand dollars up into one of these the high-end dragsters. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, it was a hardtail dragster Not that, that big. Johnny Ezel built himself and painted <laughs> oh. himself. <laughs> at, that that got runner up, and, and to a a a Ford Ranger with a snorkel hood scoop. I mean, just the the way that that goes. I mean, really, bracket racing. It doesn't take a huge budget. No, it really doesn't. Go 650 and just do it every time
1: and <laughs> yeah. just do a little better than your opponent exactly, each round.
0: Exactly. But that was that was really cool to see. Uh, we mm-hmm. we showed up to hang out for a little while and we got through like third round <laughs> and uh-huh. it was time to go home. But yeah, either way, I mean, it, it finished up at, at nearly four o'clock in the morning for the for the main event how about some of our local racers huh? anybody you know, do well aaron starbuck did pretty well in the 500 uh no box ran separate and he made mm-hmm. to, made it to the semis wow, of no box fantastic so I, I i don't have any idea what the what the round money or anything was like but mm-hmm. he, he definitely took a chunk out of his uh his entry tab for the weekend yeah uh, george Robleski did really well too he, he lost in the fifth round George, of the killer. of the five hundred in the roadster, the Corvette roadster, right, right, and Scotty Taylor and Bill Swain both lost sixth round. That's the so main event, and it's the main event. That wow. was a good showing for those two guys. Mm-hmm. And Rob Lutzky, big sexy, he uh, he lost at the split. He made it to the round of fifteen. Mm-hmm. That's when the split happened. I don't know any kind of details as far as what kind of financial arrangements were made, mm-hmm. but I do know they they cut it up then. Mm-hmm. So and he probably
1: did better than he would have. Yeah, obviously. Oh, absolutely. That, uh,
0: that's uh, what round was that? Fifteen? I about eighth, eighth round. had a, It was a ten Seven. round race, right. so roughly seventh round. Wow! But that was. I mean, that was a that was a good weekend for those guys, and we're just. I mean, against some of the top talent in the entire country.
1: Yeah,
0: making history oh, right, sure. right here in Martin, Michigan. <laughs> I just can't get and over Just that. wait till next year. I mean, the the, yeah, the stakes the are raised next year. I know. You right. know, it, it's it's not really a secret that. Kyle Riley and the crew at SFG are putting on the million, it, it, the million-dollar-to-win guaranteed bracket race. Over 700
1: entries. I, as far as, you know, that's entries. I don't know exactly how many cars and wheeled vehicles, but they had to fill this place. The place was packed, yeah. absolutely packed. Wow. So it's been a long, long time since I've seen anything they like They come it. from all over the place. Plus, that oyster farmer showed up here two weeks ago, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, we finished Wade. up with that podcast a couple of weeks ago. Wayne yeah. White, right? Yep. And he, he pulled was in and- here hanging out. That's that's amazing. That's pretty, cool. and he did pretty well. I saw yeah. him going some rounds. Oh yeah, so this uh, this weekend, uh, this last weekend, Mid Michigan Motorplex yeah, had a man. Fourth of July spectacular. Exactly, mm-hmm. and you know we we talk about it any time we don't race here, but mm-hmm. our locals go other places and and yeah. really show out and do really well. Yeah, uh, the uh,
1: guy that surprised me the most, are actually I'm getting used to seeing Bill Schmidt win. Because uh, he won modified here on the twenty second of June. Yeah, and he won uh, won this weekend on Friday night. On Friday and He night. won
0: at Stanton the weekend before wow. the twenty second. So, so he's, he's got three wins in he's been on a roll in
1: the last few weeks. Uh, Alex Kish, he won the Masters on Friday, and then uh, Lydia Kish won won the Second Chance race. So the Kish kids were both sitting in the Winter Circle. Oh, by the way, Bill Schmidt beat uh, Jeff
0: Green in the final on Friday in Modified. Yeah, another, that's pretty cool. Another good Martin
1: racer right that there. That is pretty
0: cool. And at uh, Saturday, Travis trip, Travis pitch got runner up in top ET. Good, good for Travis. Good finish. yeah. And uh, check that out. Rebecca Peterson picked up her first ever win up there at Mid Michigan Motorplex, winning the seven, nine, seven to nine year old Junior Dragster class. Yeah, we'll get back to the Petersons in a minute. But oh, yeah. uh, uh, Lydia was a second chance winner
1: again. She won a second chance. At I guess that's great. Yeah, yeah, and because this is
0: wide open, right? It's Yeah, not, it's it's everybody. It's so. And uh yeah. Van- and, and she, yeah, she she's won. She's done really well up there, and she's done well down here. Mm-hmm. Even so much so as she's kind of talking to her dad about not changing the paint scheme on that car. Yeah, how about <laughs> so. that? Want to change her look. I saw Tyler Howard was
1: run her up in the what we call advanced, the ten to twelve year old class. Yep. On Saturday, he did well. Then yeah. on Sunday. How about that kid, Evan Muchler? Gosh, again, another final. This is in a 790 car now, in, in, the, in the master class. I think they call that uh,
0: what 13 they, to 17, yeah, or something like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, it, just a quick story about some of the the, the issues that happened with the Muchler family this weekend. They they had a, a really a, a rather scary ordeal happen. Uh, I think it was Friday, and it may have even been Saturday. But Tracy went oh. to start. Evans Jr., mm-hmm. and somehow or another, the throttle cable had wrapped around the air cleaner, and mm-hmm. it was wide open throttle. Yeah. And as soon as the thing fired, it took off. Yeah. And neither Tracy nor Evan were ready for anything like so that So this to is be- behind the pair that are behind on the line? Behind the pair that are on the line. Oh, boy. And Evan kept his wits about him and got the car maneuvered around two other junior dragsters, another parent that was standing there, you know, trying to, to help their, their child out. Right. And I mean he kept it off the wall, he kept it shiny side up mm-hmm. and got it shut down and stopped once he realized what had happened. The yeah. only thing he hit was just a little orange cone that they have to try to keep people in the groove wow. up there standing. But
1: Ooh, I mean wee.
0: just a just a, a crazy ordeal. And and you know, Tracy is a is a good friend of mine and and he said, you know, I would highly suggest you change the way that you you start your juniors. Just for that reason, just so that they're ready, and and it's just a mm-hmm. it's just a slight procedure change, where you know his suggestion is to have the have the driver flip the switch on after you start rolling the engine over, just so that their hand is already right there on the switch because mm-hmm. right. there's no neutral in that car. There's no neutral. The engine thing. comes up, it exactly. takes up. Exactly. Wow, that's so, scary. And that's and scary. I mean, it could have been even worse had Tracy tried to grab a hold of it because that thing Tracy's not going to stop that car. No. I'm not going to stop that car. No. You're not going to stop that car yeah. when it takes anybody off. Like anybody tried to step exactly. in, it would have been worse. It would have made it worse. So, wow. just kind of, I guess, as a as a, a little bit of a PSA, mm-hmm. really think through what you're doing when you're up there yeah. running junior dragsters. And think and, about and the access to that kill switch.
1: Exactly. Whew, scary stuff. But I'm uh, glad that turned out okay and didn't. Uh.
0: Oh yeah, definitely wreck something or hurt somebody. Definitely. How about that guy Monty Mori? Mm-hmm. Man, he's a uh, he's on He's doing really well this year. He's got a he, he went up there he's and, and picked tear. up a runner-up. I mean, he's uh, he's doing really well. He won here earlier this year, right? Oh my gosh! And, yes. Uh, went up to Stanton for the weekend and got a runner-up finish on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But. Just a, I mean, huge, huge shout-out to Monty Moore. He's oh, he's doing a great job. Talk about a guy coming out of adversity. Oh, you know, yeah. He's had a, you know, some health issues, and he's
1: whipping that, and now he's whipping everybody at the track.
0: Yep, that's, Fantastic that's cool job,
1: Monty Moore, runner-up in top ET on Sunday. And then uh, Rebecca Peterson was in the second-chance race again. Uh, Tyler Howard beat her in the final, but that second chance, chance once again, that's 790 cars. Yeah, that's everybody. And her beginner made it all the way to the final. She got runner-up. That's I, pretty cool. I think I got that
0: right. that's yeah, uh, that's, that's pretty right. impressive. That is right. Samuel had his S10 out, right, yep. to first make the, outing, the yeah. First outing with the, with the S10, uh, Samuel Peterson, the first time he's been in a big car mm-hmm. uh, in a race. Man, he did he did really well. According to his Facebook
1: post, he made it to the fifth round all three days. Yes, he did. So he knocked down, you know, twelve others. Sure.
0: Wow. Yeah. And then, and, and the, the the truck is is repeating really well, from what mm-hmm. I understand. So. Yeah,
1: and Monty had a big hand in that too. Right? Oh yeah, absolutely. They, they put it together over at Monty's house. Yes, sir. And uh, Rebecca Peterson was the seven and nine winner on Saturday, got to the semifinal on Friday, and was runner up in a second chance on Sunday. So that Peterson family, when they go off to race somewhere. They do well. Started, they, started they had a good time. They had a, good a little weekend. respect. I no, think for yes. sure. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that's like to be racers and. Oh, I don't know. They had time to barbecue and no, oh, yeah, kind of chill. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: it was it was like a weekend away for them.
1: I know it. No, uh, no radio to the tower or nothing. Yeah, no. Nice, kidding. nice. Got a shout out to Jim Kael. He won the NHRA Division Three Points Meet.
0: That is so cool this weekend. That is so in cool.
1: Stocky, your stock, stock limit, He goes about 11 oh's with that car, and he yeah. races here in brackets quite a bit with the yeah. same car. Yeah in stock trim and he, he won the division race down there yeah. at indianapolis this weekend way to go jim
0: yeah for sure there was 700 plus cars on the property for the division three race at indy huh.
1: Just, <laughs> what so
0: that, Put them all. That ra- must... drag racing is alive and well yeah right now
1: and that's cars that's not
0: double enters. yeah that's that is individual <laughs> that's, cars that's, unique cars that's like the, the nationals are even bigger yeah so we were we were supposed to talk about the third annual Jerry Arnold car show, the, mm-hmm. the Memorial car show you're wearing the t-shirt for. Yes, it. I am. And uh, due to n- us not having a podcast last week, I, I yeah. sincerely apologize to to Chris Wells and everybody who who put on the the, the car show that we were mm-hmm. supposed to talk about, and we, we didn't because we didn't yep. have a podcast. Yeah, it was
1: Scott Arnold's birthday that day. Oh, kind that's, of, that's, that's good cool. That's, Sherry was there and and uh, they did not have 700 cars. But the, the cars they did have were just top notch caliber. Oh, for sure. You know Scott Taylor brought his uh, his roadster over there. Cool. Uh, Greg Yautzi's got a beautiful new Jerry Haas. Uh, oh Corvette. yeah. The Corvette. That thing is. Holy awesome, smokes, is that? that ever nice? And uh, you know there's, there's a, a really nice '61 Chevy, one of the best of show, with a beautiful plush interior, all. Oh really? And an LS motor, and it was just top notch. But uh, Jim Roberts gets a pick. Every year, you know, his favorite gets a trophy, and it was Scott Sabin's Nova. Yes, that's Isn't that that's neat? cool.
0: And yeah. and I take it that Scott's got everything back together. Yes, he's ready he had some to go. Engine issues earlier this season. Yep,
1: it's all fixed. He'll be there this weekend. Cool. And uh, Paul Stewart won an award too with his uh, Jack the Bear '57. Right. That's Paul Senior. Yeah, that's right. a that's a cool car too. That '57 Chevy's neat. But uh, Robert's Corvette Classics, Force Engineering was there. Hedges Automotive, E and D's Irwin Engines was there. Yeah, you know Dave had his uh, red Camaro there. Okay, yep. that was nice. SWT, you know that uh Scott Taylor's business. Yep. Muffler Man. Mike Staley had on, the truck uh, on display. It was just a great show. Just the caliber of the cars were just better than I've ever seen. That's that's so cool. A lot of fun. A lot of a lot of talking to people and uh had a great
0: chance to catch up with a lot of racers. A lot of bench racing going on and, yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. That's that's really, really cool. I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that they put that on and and I mean such a such a fitting tribute for yeah. For Jerry Arnold and, and his family. Yep, this is the third annual and hopefully third of many oh, more. Oh, yeah, I'm sure it'll go for a long time coming. <laughs> Very good. So we're going to shift gears and, and get a hold of Johnny O'Neill. He is a Divisions 1, 3, and 5 Director for the IHRA. Johnny oh, how's it going, man?
2: Good, how are you guys?
0: Great, welcome to the podcast, Johnny. Thank you, happy to be here. We're sure looking forward to this weekend, right? Oh, man. Yeah, I... I I like, I like the five grand to win for two days thing. That's a, that's (laughs) enticing.
2: Yeah. It's kind of a program we put together. Um, it, it has some changes from last year. Uh, but the point is we're still trying to keep the feel of a quote unquote big money race for your everyday bracket racer. Oh, Absolutely. Um, we understand that there are obviously races that pay much more to win. Uh, one that just rolled through 131 recently. No, you're exactly uh, right. And, and that's great for the customers that are looking for that option. But you know, we kind of we're kind of taking a focus on the grassroots level uh, this season and in the last couple seasons. And um, you know, those racers that we service at the team finals and through the Summit Super Series, we want to give them the opportunity to have a cool fun weekend like that without having to you know write off a couple paychecks to get in the game
0: (laughs) oh most definitely most definitely well johnny why don't you uh go ahead and just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself and and your start in drag racing and and how you got to where you are today
2: (sighs) uh sure um I came out of college with a, <clears throat> excuse me, communication degree. And I didn't know what the heck that meant or what the heck I wanted to do. But a fellow that I worked with uh, said there was a PR position open at some organization that had something to do with cars. That's how it was okay. presented to me. <laughs> and uh, being a car guy and being a, you know, garage hot router, that really interested me. And I applied for a job at the IHRA and, uh, very fortunately for the organization, a fellow that was better fit for the position and had actually held it previously got the job. Uh, that did not uh, dissuade me from showing up in the office and uh, knocking on doors and asking for when they had something open for me. No, and no a spot key. opened up right about the time I got my diploma and uh, kind of goes uphill or downhill from there, depending on how you <laughs> want to look at it. I uh, started, uh, by running a series called street warriors, which was designed to get, uh, street racing onto the drag strip. So we kind of brought the, um, you know, run what you brung philosophy. It was mainly kids and street cars. And uh, it was when the import scene was really burgeoning. And so it was about music and burnout competitions and bikinis and, (laughs) you know, it was fun. And then, uh, you know unfortunately from there it did go downhill it it turned into real racing which was a pain in the butt (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah no that was uh i think i'm in my 13th year maybe maybe 12th year 13th year okay uh division director since
0: 2009
2: okay um yeah so it kind of uh, do a little bit of everything. The main majority of my day is taken up by working with tracks on issues that they have locally, so uh, cleanup issues, tech issues, insurance, facilities. You know how to deal with a uh, racer that's having an issue. How to deal with staff. Um, you know, just kind of a a sounding board, if you will. That's sure. that's the crux of my job title.
0: A lot of the um, a lot of the behind the scenes type yeah. stuff that that a lot of racers don't have any idea what goes on. That's, that's pretty much your, your, your niche, if you will, that you, you kind of help tracks take care of those things.
2: Yeah. I mean, if you're a track owner or operator, or, you know, if you're the water box guy that, or gal that has somebody dump some kind of fluid on your track at 1am uh, after the semis before the finals on a Saturday night, who are you going to call to help you clean it up? If you can't figure out what it is or how to get it up, mm-hmm. sure. there needs to be someone for that. And that's really what I do. You're the um, guy, huh? <laughs> I'm the <a> guy. Yeah. <laughs> cool. That's the cool. guy that's willing to pick up the phone. Not that I always have the right answer, but, uh, I'll work to get there with you.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And I think anybody who's ever really talked to you or, or asked you at, just at bracket finals or anything that, you know, you, you are a guy that's, if you say you're going to do something, you're going to do it. And, I mean, well, I know, I know you, you've, you've treated me that way, you know, on a few different things that we've talked about before, and, and it's very, very much appreciated. Good. I appreciate that. Have,
1: have you been working with any other tracks here in Michigan, like this uh, Lapier or Onondaga or any of those?
2: Uh, yeah. If, it, if it's an IHRA track or a track that's talking about coming over to the IHRA, uh, then yeah. Yeah. Um, Good. There are some instances where other people within the IHRA will work with a facility that's within my region. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly that's if there's someone that has uh, a history going back. Um, so Michigan, for instance, right. I was yeah. not the first person to get that phone call when they wanted to come over to the IHRA simply because the last time they were IHRA, I wasn't here. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, no biggie. We all kind of help each other out, but... Uh, yeah i've worked uh for a number of years uh with the track over in onondaga yeah. mm-hmm. um, trying to get them to where they can swing that gate open and leave it open right and, yeah
0: no kidding that's a that's mm-hmm. that's a, that's a, that's an uphill a battle. battle for a long time <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i think yeah, it's that, they're running again right
2: that has been one where it has not been the fault of uh anyone that's working at the facility uh, not yeah. the ownership and not the management it's just been uh, yeah, it's been one of those sticky ones with the with the surrounding community. Oh yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yep. Well, hey, let's uh let's let's kind of talk a little bit about IHRA and and the current state of things and and just sure. I mean we, we've seen it we've seen it at the what I would call the 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 peak of its existence. Mm-hmm. You know, when when the this track first reopened and everything else. I mean, the place mm-hmm. was packed at the professional uh, yeah, level. Yeah, there was, mm-hmm. they, they had a, a, a just an awesome series. And I mean, the economy hurt everybody and it's Mm -hmm. not a secret at all when, when things went downhill in a big, big way in the late two thousands and just kind of tell us about where IHRA is today and, and what, you know, maybe the next five or 10 years might look like.
2: Sure. Um, if you really want some more detail, uh, we, we do still publish drag review magazine. It's online only. It's free for everybody. And if you go to ihra.com and click the DRM uh, logo at the very top, uh, this issue and uh, the issue previous, I believe, uh, were a couple where I kind of got into some of this stuff uh, in depth in writing if you're interested. But the short story is we've had uh, maybe, I think I've been through six owners or ownership groups uh, since I've been here. Um, yeah. You know, when I show up to the doctor, I don't know which health insurance card to pull out. <laughs> and, and if you ask me who my 401k is with, I probably couldn't tell you. Right, um, right. But what that has caused is a kind of a, uh, a pretty jagged wave of what the intent of the IHRA on a national level has been. But the one thing that's been a constant through all of that is that these owners or groups or now a hedge fund, uh, they've always looked at what we've done with sportsman drag racing and left it alone. And yeah, by sportsman, I mean the Summit Super Series. Good. Yeah. Yes. When we ran class races, those were considered sportsman races simply because they weren't pros. Right. right. Um, to designate those from you know the national events with, with fuel cars and pro stock and pro mod. Mm-hmm. Um, But what we've always had is the ability to look people in the face that really didn't know who we were or what we did or why we did it and explain to them the importance of what we do on a grassroots level and working with facilities and working with racers and get them to let us basically keep on keeping on, if you'll excuse the phrase. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, So what we've had is. You know we've had uh, you know Chicago style uh, eight car shows with pros, and we ran it like you could uh, go see a football game or a baseball game or a basketball game, where a family could come out, sit in the grandstands for three hours and see a quote unquote entire race right. of pro classes. Yep, sure. and uh, sportsmen uh, have uh, filtered into that, whether it was class racing or bracket racing. That's come and gone. You know, then we had an ownership group that was really interested in getting back to points um, and wanted to revive that national tour and put a lot of money and time and effort into that. Mm -hmm. And now that group is gone. And now basically where we're at is we are stripped to the point where we are looking for a way to make the company profitable, the sure. reality is, as you were saying, uh, well, I'm not sure if you called it the heyday or not, but uh, in one of the articles I wrote for Drag Review, I stated pretty pretty clearly that uh, national events and professional category racing hasn't made the IHRA money since it was sponsored by sex, cigarettes, or alcohol.
0: You're right. Mm-hmm.
2: And that's kind of where people don't get it. They thought that pro stock and pro mod and top fuel and funny cars and nitro Harleys, that's where we made the money. And it never was. It always lost money. Mm -hmm. Now we were happy to do it because there was a group of people uh, above us. And when I mean us, I mean the guys and gals that have been with the IHRA for a number of years. We were happy to do it because they had some bigger goal in mind and we're willing to spend the money to build that, to shoot toward a philosophy or a potential sponsor or a, you know, potential series or, you know, whatever it was. Mm -hmm. But again, 80 to 90% of our effort was all was still in working with facilities and working with sportsman racers. So I guess to kind of rewind on what you said, how has it changed? It's changed a lot, but I'm going to flip the question back on you. How has it changed, experience-wise, for you? Have you seen the bracket finals go through changes? Have you seen the summit super series go through dramatic paradigm shift changes no. that were good or bad?
0: No, no, you're and <laughs> and you're exactly right. That's, I mean, the the changes for for me as a racer are very very minimal. I mean, the the I've I've told people for a long time that the summit super series is the best deal for the local bracket racer uh, anywhere like it is absolutely hands down the best thing going for a local bracket racer yeah
1: the the northern nationals is a different event than it used to be otherwise but the bracket finals and the super series has not changed it's it's totally totally transparent
2: and that and that i don't mean to claim that that means we're hitting the ball out of the park every year with the bracket finals but it's something that we feel like we're giving good value for money. We're given a good fair and safe race. We're given a fun weekend and we're trying to provide what the track operators and owners tell us you guys and gals want as racers and as fans and as crew members and family members on a weekend like that. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where this sportsman spectacular series uh, stems from. It's, what do we think a racer really wants a lot of racing? Yeah. Good payouts for good entry fees. Yeah. But there are a lot of really cool things that have happened with the growth of these, uh, series or individual events that are big, you know, big money events. Mm -hmm. Um, the round prize thing, it's, it's so cool. I can't believe it. I can't believe we didn't come up with this earlier. So we had to take a nod from that and, jump to a lot of our sponsors and look at how we could give away prizes round by round that you can't give away in a contingency package.
0: You're you're Um, right.
2: And, and it's really cool. So we brought, you know, we incorporated that into an event that, you know, we thought would help. I don't think it's going to sell another entry, but when you leave and you lost first round, um, but you had a really killer reaction time, and i hand you a 10 by 20 tent from summit yeah. it's gonna it's gonna be a little check mark in the fun category i would hope
0: no you, question um, yeah exactly right and and while it may not sell an entry this year it will next year when mm-hmm. you know it, like you said just to give that example say i have the best losing package first round mm-hmm. and you hand me that tent or whatever there's mm-hmm. a pretty good chance i'm going to tell a couple of my buddies that Absolutely. hey listen mm-hmm. you know what I, I i lost first round but man i i got this tent we did the golf cart race. Like, yeah. it, this is a fun weekend. Yeah, just look at this flyer Race for Appreciation, Cookout,
1: mm-hmm. you know, first, second, third round prizes, you know, and uh, Iron Man's. This is all, all good stuff. And it's, it's definitely what keeps bringing them back.
2: Yeah. So this is kind of the, you know, this is the growth of the series. If you remember last year, it was, we were trying to force uh, the round peg into the square hole, or maybe I maybe I have that phrase backwards but <laughs> we were trying to make all of the races look the same we you mm-hmm. know ran the buybacks the same or re-entry if you will
1: mm-hmm.
2: we uh ran it all as one class we had one set payout we you know split door cars from dragsters yep because we thought we needed that and we did we, we missed the ball on that one mm-hmm. so this year we're going to the tracks individually Looking at how you run uh, or the track operators run their local points series. And like this one, the classes are set up exactly like your lane automotive points race would be. Mm. Right. Top and mod are separate classes. The yep. juniors are split exactly <laughs> like you split them. There is a street class. Mm-hmm. Now, what that means is I can't pay $10,000 to win because it's not one class. Right. It's now five and five for top and mod. Right. Um, so, it's a little less appealing if you read a one-liner about it, but when you look at it as an opportunity to gain points for the series, if you wish, uh, and also uh, come out and just enjoy a you know $5,000 to win race, then hopefully it does look a little more
1: appealing. Oh, yeah. And, and to that point about the uh, re-entry round, we did that last year, and mm-hmm. it was fun, but it was different. Uh, we normally just uh, buy back and join everybody together in second round, call the uh, buybacks up first, and everybody's back in second round. Is that how right. we're going to do it this year?
2: Yeah, another one where we ended up missing the ball on about half of the, the events that we went to. We set it up how we like to see it in the IHRA as an organization. Mm-hmm. But who cares? We're not <laughs> the ones <laughs> racing. Yeah. So no, it, uh, this important. year, they're set up individually track for track. And we are going to do our best to do it, uh, run this race as close to the way uh, that you, that your local uh, track staff would run it on a week-to-week basis. Yeah. So, yeah, you're, it, it, however you deem a, a buyback um, on a on a week-to-week basis, that's how we're going to do it when we get there.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's enhanced with the sponsors and the contingencies and the Godspeed ministry and, and uh, everything we've got going that weekend that IHRA brings with it. We sure. appreciate that.
2: Yeah. So contingency is, has been a tricky one, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, most racers uh, on a bracket racing level aren't used to dealing with contingency on a week to week basis. Right. And they, sometimes they only see it at the bracket finals. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's one thing if you're a racer that's coming out to this um, and you have any interest, we do have the contingency postings listed on IHRA.com uh, everything we have everything we make, it's on our website and it's free. Like, you know, we don't even charge to get into the rule book for crying out loud. Right. Um, so, but, you know, we have companies like ATI and Brodix and Computech and Goodyear and Half Scale and Hughes and uh, Manly and Kaiser and Mosher and MPT and QA1 and Summit, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, even Sinopo Race Fuels and Trick Fuel that are involved in our contingency program. And what that means, just to give you the 30-second the download on it, if you run the product and you run the decal and you win, you get more money.
0: Yeah, that's, that's it. It's pretty simple.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, it really is. There there are some details to it, and it can get complicated with some of these. Um, some of them you know, don't even require you to have a product. Um, some of them will require you to have a product and have a uh, receipt within a certain amount of date from when the race happens. But the long and short of it is, if you take the time to look through the contingency postings on the website before you get to the track, or ask at the tech trailer when you're going through tech uh, for one of these contingency sheets, and it's always taped down to the little table that I have outside the tech trailer. Mm -hmm. If you look through it and say, hey, I'm running uh, Moser Engineering rear axle, maybe I need to see if I have Mojar decals on my car. And if I don't, maybe I need to stick my head in the window and ask if they have the decals Mm -hmm. and stick them on the car. Sure. And don't worry about it after that. And then when you win and we're standing in the winner's circle, putting check marks and yes, they have the product and yes, they have the decal. Then you can worry about the decals and see if you have the receipt and see if it's the right date. But it's an opportunity To get a whole lot more money. We're talking a couple hundred bucks from most of these sponsors to win top of mod uh, per product. And and that
0: stuff adds up quick. I mean, oh,
2: yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Especially when you look at, you know, Summit racing equipment, um, they require the product that they require you to have is a Summit catalog. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie to you. There is no way for me to verify that. Right. If you put the Summit sticker that I'm going to have, on the table, outside my trailer, on your car, before first round, and you win the race, you're gonna get a $200 Summit gift certificate handed to you in the winner's circle. There's not even a mail you a check process that you have to worry about.
0: How how does it get any better than that as far as Uh, contingency goes? Well, I hope our racers are listening to this.
2: Yeah, I'm not really sure how it happens, but they send me those decals by the thousands. We Mm -hmm. push them as if they're candy. Oh yeah, and and yet I get people who show up in the winter circle that don't have them on. And truth be told, there are some people that don't like decals on their cars, and I understand that. But when I'm filling out the contingency sheet for someone in the winter circle, and they say, "Yeah, I got that big stack of decals, and it's sitting on the dashboard in the (laughs) motorhome," shucks, and I go, "Well, that's twelve hundred bucks. Sorry, right?" Right. So that's. Yeah, it's a cool thing. Um, It's an opportunity for you to take home more money. It's an opportunity for me to prove to these sponsors who are not only paying the contingency, but are giving away round prizes at the events that working with the IHRA and touching Sportsman Racer uh, through this contingency program is worthwhile.
0: Oh, absolutely.
2: Uh, It's it's kind of a no-brainer. Um, if you want more info on it, obviously you can ask uh, when we tech your car uh, at the tech trailer there. You bet. Um, but uh, it's kind of kind of easy, kind of a no brainer. I don't guarantee I have all the decals. Uh, some of the sponsors just don't send them to us in bulk. Um, but that's why when you buy a product, there are a couple stickers in the box with the product that you bought. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> yes, really not that's a fact. really not originally meant for the toolbox. <laughs> Or the beer fridge in the garage, mm-hmm. although I, I know most are <laughs> up there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's, uh, you know, if you have any more questions on it, let me know. But yeah. on top of that, so we talked about the 10 by 20 tent. How about a $100 fuel certificate for Sunoco Race Fuels? Mm-hmm. And let me go back and let me say that that was a mistake because it's not even a certificate. It's a card. It's a credit card that you can even put in the pump and fill up your RV with on the way home.
0: Oh, no kidding. Okay. That, yeah, that, That's accepted at any Sunoco station.
2: Yep. Around. No nice. kidding. How about $250 uh, to American race cars, yeah. which a lot of people will say, well, I don't drive a dragster, so I don't really know what they can do for mm-hmm. me. Make well, ju- juniors. American race cars <laughs> will sell you just about any part that you can buy for your car, and mm-hmm. they do it at a good price. Right. You can even call them and get T-shirts if you want. You can get a new helmet. You can get driver gear, belts, or whatever custom fabrication that you need done, or welding services, mm-hmm. or four hundred dollars towards an Abruzy converter.
0: Yeah, or, that's. I mean, that's almost half, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, almost half of a new torque converter. How
2: oh. about five hundred bucks toward uh, Mosier and a two hundred dollars certificate toward uh, the Jones transmission cooling system? yeah um, nice. It's just it goes on and on and on. You would not actually I'm still at work here now because we got the the shipment from Summit, and you would not believe how much stuff and I love it. I'm not complaining, but I f- literally fill up the front half of my trailer just with the prizes because they don't want someone to win let's say a dash five fire jacket and not have their size in my trailer so that they can wear it the rest of the weekend.
0: Oh, yeah. Nice. So
2: I've Thank got you. so many sizes of both uh, Dash 5 and Dash 1, both adult and junior um, fire jackets, that it's ridiculous.
0: Nice. That, that's yep. so cool. And, and I mean, Summit has been such a huge, huge supporter of everything that the IHRA has done mm-hmm. in, what, the last 15-plus years. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I remember. That's I it, it, it's awesome. And, and I mean, I know we've got lane automotive as a, as a local sponsor here and, and there's, it's a, a local speed shop that, you know, is just down the road, but man, I'll tell you what, when I, when I can't get down to lanes and support them, I mean, Summits Summits my go-to and it has been for a long time. Sure. So yep. that yep. just, I, I mean, in, then all the other companies, I, I would just encourage everyone as racers to support the companies that are supporting what we do. Right. You know, right. that it,
2: and I don't think there's anyone on the planet that will try and dissuade you from going to your local shop. Oh, no, no, not at all. Shopping local is an important thing. But when you're going to go online and order something from who knows where. I mean, people are ordering parts from Amazon now for crying out loud. You're life. right. Um, mm. There's a better, cheaper, and easier way to do it through Summit. And uh, it, it's really... I mean, even where you guys are, I'm, I'm here in Ohio. And when I order something personally from Summit, it's at my door the next day. It is. And yeah. that's ground shipping, no special treatment. I mean, I'm just a regular customer that needs some spark plugs and an oil filter, just like anybody else. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. literally on my doorstep the next day, nice. and I think you guys in Michigan, I I would bet if it's not the next day, it's two days to you mm-hmm. on normal ground shipping. Yeah, and usually,
0: usually if it's before eleven o'clock or noon, it's it's def, it's next there the day. next day.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah if right. it's after
0: that, it sometimes it's the next day, but other times it's the day after. Which I mean, that's
2: still yeah, we should be proud impressive. to
0: support Summit in the way they've supported us. Mm-hmm.
1: That's for sure. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the the opportunities they give us to offer to you it's it's unprecedented and it's unmatched mm-hmm. um, i mean what they do with the summit super series and the team finals is just an awesome opportunity
0: Oh, yeah yeah most definitely well man we've uh we we've we've really picked apart this sports and spectacular um, i know that that i've had questions asked of me about it in the last last year and this year as far as how things go and I mean you realistically it's it's a hundred and seventy five dollar entry fee for for two to, two five grand to win races mm-hmm. in top and mod. And the, the way that it was asked of me is man, that's that's awful expensive for you know for a, a points race. Well, break it down once real quick. It's what? Eighty seven fifty for each day. Five grand. For five grand to win each day.
1: So what do we pay sixty right we now? we pay
0: sixty for a two grand to win race. Right. So mm-hmm. $27.50 more for $3,000 more to win, yeah. it, it, that's a no-brainer to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I
1: yeah. – So this is – there's an eight-race series, the Summit Sportsman Spectacular, and I think we're number six on the list. So this one coming up here at US 131 is definitely going to be the biggest and the best, right?
2: Well, let's, <laughs> let's, cross let's cross our fingers. I'll be honest with you. We've been plagued by rain. Uh, yeah both this season and throughout last season. Oh, you're, you're exactly Um, right. Mm -hmm. We had, uh, don't quote me on this. I think we ended up pulling off nine races last year. And I think we had seven that were not hampered by weather. And when I mean hampered, I mean, uh, we had so much water on the tracks at some of these events that you could have shoveled it off. Um, and it just, it, you know, it follows us. I don't know if you guys know this, but uh, IHRA does not stand for the International Hot Rod Association. It stands for, it has rained again. <laughs> um, and let's hope that uh, we have a beautiful weekend of racing and some beautiful right. weather. Our but forecast is good, is, right,
1: guys? It's going to be hot.
2: Yeah. Be I think nice and know hot. That's,
1: that's good. Uh, and I like humid, that. but I don't think, uh, other than an occasional pop-up storm, maybe Sunday, I think we got a pretty good-looking forecast. I'm pretty sure.
0: Pretty sure we're going to have two full days of racing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's 20% chance right now looking at it, and that's yeah. nothing around here. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Some, summer yeah. didn't show up in Michigan until the last week of June. Right. We had the same trouble as you have.
0: We haven't had What just three points races yeah, all year exactly. so far. I mean, but it, we we haven't had it quite as bad as they have in Ohio. They, I think mm-hmm. Lake Erie is trying to expand mm-hmm. <laughs> to cover up the entire state of Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But, that's well... True.
1: To Johnny? recap, that uh, that contingency list again is on ihra.com. There's a listing. Yep. How do you find it? Yep.
0: It's it. I think it's under the competition tab on, on the IHRA.
2: Racer and racer info maybe. Racer
0: info or something is it? Is competition. That yeah. Right.
2: I'm not sitting in front of a computer, okay. so don't quote me. Mm-hmm. Gary, on this. Gary's working
0: what? on his phone right now, trying to try okay. to give exact oh, can, directions. Oh, there's, there's a link for contingency. Oh okay. my gosh. Yeah, it it's it's may be its own
2: button. Okay, um, yeah, it's on the right-hand right side. In, in the top uh, yep. top line there. Yep, and okay. there's uh, several. There. Um, a couple common questions we get um, as far as uh, memberships and licenses go. If you need to renew, yes, this is a weekend that you can do it. Um, I will tell you that it's $10 cheaper if you do it online. Um, and from what they tell me, it's as easy, easy as ordering something off of Amazon. It's easily as easy
0: as that. Absolutely. Okay,
2: yep. cool. Um, so that'll save you 10 bucks If you need to do it, uh, you can do it that way. Okay. Um, if you are an NHRA member and license holder that does not have an IHRA membership, those will be accepted this weekend. Now, that opts you out of a lot of the cool prizes that we do. So go on IHRA.com, see what you're missing out on. Mm-hmm. The The entry fee is still the entry fee, and the payout is still the payout, period, no matter what. But having an IHRA membership gets you into the round prizes. It gets you into the contingency and things like that. Oh, okay. Um, But if you have an NHRA license that allows you to race your car at the speed that you're going to be racing, that will be accepted. Mm -hmm. I don't like it, but I'm going to accept it. That's true. If you have no license and no membership and you're at the speed where you need one to race at an IHRA track, then we can help you with that as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, We can actually help you get your license on the test and tune day.
1: On the flyer, it even uh, mentions IHRA member bonus.
2: Yep. So that's what the round prizes and uh, uh, the contingency are. I got okay. that. Perfect. Uh, another common one is um, I'm not going to race both days. Why can't I just buy a Saturday entry? And okay. I want you to go back. At, at, you know, if you've been to an IHRA race years and years ago, and it was more than one event in a weekend, we would make you fill out a tech card for each day. And that was a pain in the butt. Mm -hmm. Um, So what we've done is we've gone to a one tech card system. Uh, So what that means is I have to have everybody that comes in the gate by the weekend entry. Mm -hmm. When you leave on Saturday, you literally get your money back on the way out the door. Um, (laughs) You can't reach no issue in doing that. Okay, sure. But what it saves is for the four or five people that unfortunately maybe break their car or have family plans or whatever on Sunday that means a little bit of pain for you you have to come up to the tower see me i'm going to sign the back of your tech card and send it back down to the gate uh, to get your refund back so it's kind of a pain in the butt for those 10 people but it saves the rest of the people on the property from having to fill out two tech cards to race for two days
0: right no that and that's a that's a good point i just yeah They. There, I've been to races before where you got to fill out a tech card for each day, and yeah. I mean, we're talking a five day race, and if I'm running yeah. you know, yeah. double entered, yeah. my hand is yeah. weird, really sore by the time I'm done filling out tech cards. It's and, a lot of and, trips yep. to
2: the tower. <laughs>
1: yes. yep. uh, Johnny, what about test and tune on Friday? That's a separate deal, separate charge. Uh, yeah, twenty
2: five. I think, that's I think on it the is flyer here. Um, twenty five dollars. Yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. and that's the that's yep. the standard. Yep, standard entry fee as far as two goes.
1: But the uh, one seventy-five right? gets you in for both Saturday and Sunday, and I guess a single day ticket looks like is a hundred uh, entry for yep. those two big classes. So
2: if you if you come in on uh, Friday or Saturday, I'm going to charge you one twenty or sorry one seventy-five right. regardless. Mm-hmm. And then when you go to leave on Saturday or Sunday morning, I get you the seventy-five dollars back. So right. you've paid a hundred dollars for Saturday. That's pretty sure. good. If you, you come in on it. Sunday morning or mm-hmm. Saturday night after we finished you can obviously buy that one day entry for a hundred bucks. But the reality is we really didn't make this as a single entry event. We really, we're really trying to sell a weekend, uh, trying to sell the fun. We're trying to sell the fact that, uh, Jason, Stephanie, and Stephanie put a lot of effort into feeding everybody on the property. Mm -hmm. Oh Um, yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, it's cool. And yeah, we're going to throw a golf cart race in. That's usually the first thing that changes time wise so if that's on the schedule um i can't guarantee that it's going to happen exactly where it's scheduled but that's how golf cart races work
0: you No, know, you're right oh yeah and and that's we we do a, a pit vehicle race at the no box race we do here every you know every year in, in august and i am convinced that is the biggest reason why people come <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> it's so. uh let me tell you i can see it's a lot of fun for racers it is one of the hardest things to pull off as a race director or as someone that's working on a track Mm -hmm. because everybody's kind of in let's have fun mode. Right. And there are golf carts parked all over and you don't know who's going where. And it takes a lot of effort to do, but man, let me tell you, it's a blast. Mm -hmm. And, I hate to say it and it's not gonna happen this weekend and I don't know if you can hear that, but I'm knocking on wood. Yep. They're the most fun when it's raining. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, but, I, I can see how that goes.
2: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll save that for you know another year about. Oh, that. for sure. Yep. For
0: sure.
1: Well, Gary, do you have anything else for Johnny? No, I'm just I'm getting excited. This is wonderful. It's user friendly. Yes. I mean you can't pass it up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's great talking to you. Really appreciate the whole attitude
0: for you guys and the IHRA. Yes, that's that's great. Johnny O, we thank you so much for hanging out with us for a little bit and answering some questions and talking to us about this weekend's event, the iTrace Summit Sportsman Spectacular. This weekend, July 14th or the 12th through the 14th, rather, five grand to win each day in top and mod. And uh I mean it's a it's a normal program with just some, you know, little extra money involved and and some great round prizes and a, and a cookout and a golf cart race. I mean it's it's really gonna be a fun weekend. Mm-hmm.
2: Thanks, guys. We hope so. And uh, I always try and stay accessible. If anybody has any questions, the easiest way to get me is to email me. Okay. Um, at the IHRA, we're all first initial and last name. So I'm J. O'Neal O-N-E-A-L. At ihra.com. If anybody has any question, no matter how small, shoot it to me.
0: That sounds great. Well, thanks again, Johnny O. We uh, looking forward to seeing you this this weekend.
2: You got it guys. Looking forward to it. Thanks, John. uh, I'll see you in a bit. Great. See you then. Thank you. Yep. uh,
0: Well, that was a, that was a great interview. Uh, Johnny O is a good guy. I've talked to him a few different times at the racetrack before, Mm -hmm. you know, at the last year's race and in the the bracket finals and everything else. And it, it, he, he gave us a lot of information. I enjoyed oh, yeah. that interview. I've yeah. seen him
1: in action. He knows what oh, he's yeah. doing. He does. He's really got his arms around it at all times. And for uh, sure. He, I'm really glad
0: he's at the helm of this summit. Oh, for Sportsman sure. Now, and, and, race. and realistically, if you do have an issue or a question or, or anything that's going on, go talk to Johnny O. Mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. may not always be the answer that you want, but mm-hmm. you will get an answer. Yep. And, what he, and, and if he tells you he's going to do something, he's going to do yeah, it. I'm excited to hear about the contingencies that
1: sometimes are just left on the table. Yeah, you're I right. I hope all of our racers are paying attention to Oh, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Check it out. Put some stickers on the car. Definitely. And, and if you're worried about pulling them back off, just hit it with an extra coat of spray wax. They'll come right right, right off.
1: Yeah. Can't, <laughs> so, can't you, like, apply them to your wife's
0: sweater or something? Yeah, no, it doesn't work. No. <laughs> I, I've seen guys... Put them this. on magnets before and stick them all over the car, yeah. and then the magnets blow off. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> going down the track. That's not good either. Yeah, no, no, no. Just go uh, ahead and stick them on the car. It's worth a few extra bucks. Sure. If you need
1: any extras, probably Phil Valderrick could help you. <laughs> out. Right. He's got a stack. Exactly.
0: Okay. Well, that's going to do it for episode thirty-four. We thank you so much for for being fans of of the Modified to the Lanes podcast. We really enjoy doing it, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep on keeping on and and mm-hmm. keep things rolling through. So. We'll uh, look to see you this weekend at the ITRE Summit Sports and Spectacular. Exactly. We'll see everybody there. Sounds good. Thanks,
2: guys.